The views and opinions expressed within this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, advertising partners, or ownership of Forever Communication. The It's All Good Podcast, hosted by Lorraine Gossett-Jones, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. This is Lorraine Jones with 15 Minutes of Good News, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. Well, it's that time of year. Everyone is planning or talking about taking a summer vacation. So just for the heck of it, I scrolled Facebook the other day, and and in about two minutes, three different posts popped up showing people on fabulous summer vacations. The first one was Las Vegas. The second one, a family at Disneyland. And a third one... Um, a family whitewater rafting in East Tennessee somewhere. And it seemed like each post got better and better and better, and it looked like they were having the perfect summer vacation. Do you remember when you were young and, and you started back to school in the fall, and one of the first things that your new teacher would always ask you, what did you do on your summer vacation, right? Now, <clears throat> As a grown-up, I always thought, you know, summer vacation is a time when parents realize that teachers are grossly underpaid, right? But as a kid, I sort of dreaded that question. Um, The truth is, um, I really, as a child, didn't go on many vacations. You know, um, my mom was a single mom. We didn't have a lot of extra money. But what we did do is we usually journeyed by car. My mother and four her four girls to my grand grandparents' house, and they lived on Long Island in New York. Um, and we did get to go to Sand Spit Beach when we were there. So my answer was always, um, you know, we went to the beach. It sounded better than we went to Grandma's house. So um, and we also had an aunt and an uncle, and they had nine kids. And they lived in the same town as my grandmother. And and we got to play with them at the beach. So I remember that. But other than that, you know, I don't really remember much about the vacation itself. What I remember clearly and what my sisters and I really still laugh and talk about to this day is the road trip itself. Uh, I heard it said once that a road trip is a way for the whole family to spend time together and annoy each other in new and interesting places. <laughs> That's about right, isn't it? But but mom drove us, and as my oldest sister sat up front, so the three younger girls sat in the back seat. And, and you know, there was the usual, are we there yet? Um, mom, she's touching me. <laughs> and, you know, drawing that imaginary line with your finger across the seat and daring your sister, do not cross this line. Um, but really what I remember more was riding those almost 500 miles with, with my sisters in the back seat um, with no seat belts, um, blankets and pillows and coloring books and sleeping on the floor and sharing the back seat. Or even my little sister could even fit in the back window. She would sleep there. Um And there were several tunnels on the Pennsylvania Turnpike that we memorized. We knew they were coming. Um, There was the Allegheny Tunnel, the Tuscarora, and the Blue Mountain Tunnel. And the rule was that you had to start holding your breath as we went into the tunnel, and you couldn't let it out until we got out. Um, 
Sometimes that worked and sometimes that didn't. And we played card games, uh, you know, while we were there in the car, we would go through the alphabet and you had to find something that started with the letter you were on on a billboard or I spy something blue or um, counting cars of a certain color. So um, all of those car games and, and stopping at rest areas, that was a highlight for us and eating a sandwich sandwich that was packed from home and occasionally getting a snack or a pop out of the vending machine. So I don't remember the vacation spot that much. But what I do remember are the memories that we made on the trip, being with my sisters, the fun we had getting there. I remember the love and the relationships that we built. Now this year, my husband and I took a trip to the Gulf Coast, and we took my two adult boys and my youngest son's wife and my one-year-old grandson. Um, So we rented a van, mostly for all the baby stuff. Um, We had to take the pack-and-play, the stroller, a blow-up pool, toys, food. Um, My youngest son brought barbells and a weighted vest for workouts, and I always pack enough clothes, you know, for a month. I know that. We were packed in there like sardines. You couldn't even see out of the back window. It wasn't safe. We looked like a cross between the Clampets and and the Griswolds as we pulled out of the driveway. And then you get in the car, and you have to think of ways to entertain a baby for nine hours that's strapped into a car seat. And then you think of creative ways to change a diaper on the road. And, you know, I realize that there's two kinds of travel, first class and with children. (laughs) But I wouldn't have traded it for anything. Watching him see and play in the ocean for the first time and seeing him hold sand in his hand and and look at it with awe and wonder and and then try to eat it. (laughs) We didn't do anything special. We enjoyed the beach. We ate at great restaurants and we enjoyed uninterrupted time with, with my kids. Just like the trips when I was a kid. I'll remember the love and the relationships that we built. Now, do you realize that vacations were originally God's idea? Think about it. In Genesis, the creation story, what did God do on the seventh day? Genesis 2, 2 and 3 says, On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation, so he rested from all of his work. And God blessed the seventh day, and he declared it holy, because it was the day that he rested from all of his work of creation. God established the Sabbath to give his people time with him. God gave us this special gift, a little mini vacation woven right into the fabric of our week, and God declared it holy. And also in the Old Testament, the law of Moses required certain vacations, sort of as religious obligations. So in addition to resting on the Sabbath, the people were also, uh, there were also regular holiday festivals to be celebrated throughout the year. And the law encouraged faithful Jews to travel to the temple in Jerusalem often to take part in these religious festivals up to three times a year. The Gospel of Luke says that Jesus and his whole family went to Jerusalem for Passover every year. 
and that lasted eight days. And then there was travel time, which would have been three to five days each way. So even Jesus took vacations. Now, Jesus, by trade, was a tecton. And the English interpretation of that, we always use carpenter. But a better translation is builder, like construction worker. His father was a tecton. Um, his brothers were. So Jesus took on the family trade. So sometimes he would leave his regular work as a builder and do something different, like take a vacation. Now, the word vacation literally means to vacate, to leave. A vacation is to take leave from your normal daily activities and go and do something different. So Jesus not only traveled for religious holidays, he also visited with friends. We all know the story about Jesus stopping by to Mary and Martha's. Um, They were good friends of his. So he spent time with good friends to relax and recharge. And many times Jesus would get away to himself, by himself. He'd go to the mountains or he'd get in a boat alone to reflect and to pray. Mark 14, 13 says, now when Jesus heard about John, now this is when he heard about John the Baptist being executed. When he heard this, he withdrew there in a boat to a secluded place by himself. Now, not exactly a vacation, but at least it was some time alone. In Mark six thirty one, it says, come away by yourselves to a secluded place and rest a while. For there are many people coming and going, and they've not even had time to eat. So notoriety was getting the best of Jesus and his disciples. People around them, wanting them, wanting to talk to them, wanting to be around them all the time. They needed to get away from people and take a break, a mini vacation. John 2.12 says, after this, he went down to Capernaum. He and his mother, and his brothers, and his disciples, and they stayed there a few days. So Jesus did take vacations. Now, as I said earlier, Jesus was a builder. He understood the the importance of sharpening his tools, his saw or axe, so it would cut well. He also knew the importance of sharpening his mental, physical, and spiritual abilities in order to be most effective. And that's what his vacations did for him. He took breaks from work. He rested and prayed. He took trips with friends and he celebrated religious holidays. And these vacations helped him stay physically, mentally, and spiritually sharp. And Abraham Lincoln once said, and I thought this was so interesting, if I had six hours to chop down a tree, I would spend the first four hours sharpening the axe. Good advice. So, sharpen your axe. Enjoy your summer vacation. But don't try to keep up with the Joneses or your Facebook friends. Don't try to plan the perfect vacation. Keep it simple. And remember that what's important in life is what's important on a vacation too. Being with those you love and building relationships. That's what Jesus did. And wouldn't you like to have tagged along with him? 
This is Lorraine Jones, and you've been listening to 15 Minutes of Good News, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. The It's All Good podcast, hosted by Lorraine Gossett-Jones. Sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital, delivering the promise of quality health care. Baptist Rehabilitation Union City offers speech therapy for all ages. With many communication conditions, the earlier a problem is treated, the better the chances are for improvement or even total recovery. Licensed speech and language pathologists at Baptist Rehabilitation Union City can help. A physician referral is required. For more information about speech therapy, call Baptist Rehabilitation Union City at 884-8333. Get better with a leader.